I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. Hi, I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. In today's episode, I'm asking the question, can an introvert be a public speaker? So often you hear that public speakers are extroverts, they're really energetic, but some of the best speakers around are actually introverts. So let's have a look at what each one is first. An extrovert. An extrovert is usually described as someone who's really outgoing. They're socially confident. They're willing to, you know, get involved in any situation to share what they think, to talk. Whereas an introvert is someone who tends to be quite shy or quiet. That's the usual thought process around it. People often wrongly assume then that an introvert is someone who's like really socially awkward or quite anxious or in social situations. And therefore, it's not unusual for people to think that all public speakers are extroverts. But is that actually the case? I completely and utterly disagree. And Malcolm Gladwell says, speaking is not an act of extroversion. People think it is. It has nothing to do with extroversion. It's a performance and many performers are hugely introverted. That's what the author Malcolm Gladwell says. And in my opinion, it is totally more around the energy and where you absorb it from. I don't think there's any kind of clear cut an introvert cannot be a public speaker or a presenter or cannot be in sales or pitch, but an extrovert can. I think it's totally not the case. And I think we shouldn't put those labels on ourselves anyway. But if you look at the type of person who absorbs their energy externally, that, in my opinion, is is an extrovert. Someone who gets their energy from the surroundings, someone who, you know, has an audience and feeds off that audience and deals well in social situations. Whereas an introvert is someone who draws their energy from within, but it doesn't define you as a person. And I started by asking the question, can an introvert be a successful speaker, a successful presenter or a successful salesperson? I'm going to give you my thoughts around this. I think absolutely. If you look at some of the people who are most well known for giving like really confident speeches or really well received speeches, they're actually often introverts. Winston Churchill, Barack Obama, Abraham Lincoln. I'm sure you've heard of them. So instead of looking at the potential downsides to being an introvert, what about if we flip it on its head and look at the positives? Because quite often I'll have people who come to me and tell me, oh, I'm shy, I'm quiet, I can't be a public speaker, I couldn't possibly deliver speeches because I'm so shy, I'm so quiet, or I'm, you know, an introvert. But I don't actually think that's the case. The fact that someone deemed to be an introvert is usually quite insular maybe or quite happy to spend time on their own. Let's look at the flip side to that. That provides you ample opportunity to prepare, to research your material, to refine your speech and practice your speech. So therefore an introvert may actually be the best type of speaker because they prepare for each and every presentation, every pitch, every speech. Not only that, but an introvert looks inside to draw their energy so that makes them the perfect fit for delivering something that's really heartfelt or really deep or to connect with a personal story. The introvert's more likely to focus on the service and checking in with the audience to make sure they're okay, make sure they're on board, make sure that the audience understands what their speech and their delivery is about, which in turn helps them to gain feedback and insight. Now, in previous episodes, I've focused quite a lot on the connection with your audience being absolutely key. And this is where the introvert can excel. 
Susan Kane, who focuses on TED Talks. She's done an amazing TED Talk, which has like ridiculous 14 million views or something equally ridiculous. Um, she states that, who cares if you're not a natural storyteller? You can craft your stories beforehand, practice them and share them. For that brief moment, the spotlight is on you. Now, an introvert can focus, can have a, a spotlight focused on them for, you know, just a small brief moment. And actually the practice and the preparation, the things that make the introvert the type of person that they are, being a little bit more insular, taking a little bit more of a thought process around things, being a little bit more cautious, that can absolutely work in your favour if you're preparing for a speech. So during the last few years, I've presented quite a number of training days and we've had all manner of delegates within the room from all walks of life. And what I absolutely love is the diversity in those rooms. Now, some of the most rewarding days are the days where you have someone in the room who's really quite shy, quite, you know, even going as far as saying they're petrified of public speaking. And they start the day and even raising their hand or, you know, getting involved in the, the brainstorms or the table talks is, is overwhelming for them. And you can see in their physical movements, you can see when you ask for shares within the room, you know, why are you here, what you're hoping to get out of the day? And they don't make eye contact and the head drops down and it's that you can tell that inside they're thinking, please don't look at me, please don't ask me the question. And even that kind of interaction is overwhelming. And yet we start by telling them you're going to be delivering a speech throughout the day. And I get that for some people, that is the scariest thing ever. We've touched upon fear in, in many of the other episodes previously. But one of the best feelings being the trainer of that is when you have someone who walks out at the end of the day. And maybe they've not even been able to create a full speech. Maybe they've not done you know the entire three minutes or four minutes or five minutes speech that you've planned for them to do. But they've walked out of that room with more confidence. They've walked out of that room with some new skills to support their presentations and moreover anything else, they've bitten the, bit the bullet. They've actually stood there in front of their peers to deliver a live speech. That's one of the best feelings as a trainer in the world. Quite often people will say, oh, is it great when you have someone in the room who's you know, a natural speaker, they're really exuberant, they get involved, they're all energetic and that's absolutely amazing. But it's equally as rewarding to have someone who starts the day or starts the week, depending on which training they're doing. And you can tell that they are totally out of their comfort zone. And they're quite nervous. They're quite anxious. You can tell in their body language. Maybe they're wringing their hands or maybe, you know, they're rubbing the palms of the hands onto their trousers or scared because you can tell that they've got sweaty palms. They don't want to get involved. They're really fearful. And they walk out at the end of the day with more confidence or they come out at the end of our our five-day training and they have a ready-made speech to deliver that is one of the best most rewarding things to see and I had a lovely lady who attended one of my trainings quite recently and she told me that she felt physically sick at the thought of presenting any kind of a speech she was there to learn the skills she knew she needed to get out of a comfort zone and that in everyday life she could stand and talk to people she she was in sales. She delivered sales previously. So she'd done a lot of one-on-one -on -one talking and she was fine with that. The minute you put her in a group with more than one person listening to her, she just froze. And she, you know, she admitted that she felt completely out of depth in her training. And during the course of the day, one thing that she did is something that introverts do really, really well and it's that she listened. She made her notes and she implemented the learnings. She not only created a mini speech, now it was only a mini speech, but a mini speech is better than nothing. And this was in the course of just one day. And not only that, but she'd done 
more than one little speech throughout the day and having the peers feedback within the group they were absolutely astounded by the delivery of her speeches and she was starting the day really fearful really anxious I didn't actually know if she would make it through the training day because that's been known to happen people to leave um what she did was work really hard on it utilize the the thing that made her the person that she is the fact that she was quite shy the fact that she was quite quiet a little bit of an introvert and use the skill set that comes with that in terms of listening really really well to what's going on around her making the notes practicing perfecting her speech so that when she did deliver too many speeches you know it was an absolute honor to watch and her peers her pod buddies the people listening to her speeches were absolutely astounded by what she'd achieved And that leads me on to the next point. Whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, an ambivert, or no title at all on you, the audience wants you to succeed. It's in both your interests and theirs. So always remembering that even if you think, oh, I'm going to absolutely fall apart delivering this speech, I'm quite shy and quiet normally, that actually as an introvert, you stand up on that stage and if you look a little bit nervous, people want you to succeed. It can actually work in your favour because people are willing you on from the start. If you're the type of person who doesn't project really loudly and you're quite quiet in your speech and your delivery, that's a big part of your brand and we've touched upon your speaker brand. But it can actually be a massive benefit to you because people buy into you because they can see your authenticity, that you're the same person on and off stage, that if you're in your nature, you're quite quiet, you're quite reserved. You may be not the most, you know, exuberant in a social circumstance. And that coming out on stage is absolutely fine because the audience wants you to succeed. And I'll have mentioned in previous episodes, I'm certain that I've, I love to go and watch comedians. And one of the comedy shows that I love to go and see is a local comedy show. It's a comedy club where they have like up and coming acts. So they have a new act night. Now, many of the people who stand up on that stage, they're relatively new, if not brand new to comedy, and they're just testing out their material. And this time I went to the um, new act night. The first act up was a lady who, when she stepped on that stage, she looked absolutely petrified. Like, she didn't look like she wanted to be there. And me being me, and I'm sure many other people in the audience, were kind of sat there thinking... I really hope this goes well, both for you and for I, because remember, your audience wants you to succeed. It's in your interests and theirs. And she stood up on the stage and she began a set. And to put it quite bluntly, she wasn't very good. She wasn't very funny. She couldn't, But it wasn't just the humour element, because I've touched upon humour in previous episodes, and a big part of that connection with your audience is the eye contact. And she really struggled to make eye contact with anybody in the audience. You know, she was looking down at her feet, and she'd lift her head up every now and again. And the timings were off a little bit. And, you know, I've talked about in previous episodes the importance of the pause to leave space, the importance of the pause to let a thought process, let something land, and particularly in humour and with comedians timing is absolutely everything so timings were off and material wasn't really that good it wasn't really funny and initially it was slightly awkward not just for her but for the audience as well you know that awkward silence where people are looking at one another really hoping that the next joke is going to be funny so we can laugh along but the thing is this the entire crowd was behind her It takes a lot of courage to stand up there and to give a a performance when 
you're really nervous um, when you feel, especially you could tell that she felt that it wasn't really going very well. But little by little throughout, the fact that she stuck at it, her personality remained the same. She was obviously just that type of person who is quite insular. And that might come as a big surprise that as quite an introvert, she would stand up on a stage and deliver comedy. But the crowd was just behind her. And then everyone started to laugh. And even the fact that it wasn't funny made it funny. People started to laugh at her material. And by the end of it, she left the stage to like rapturous rounds of applause. People whooping, hollering and cheering. Some part of that being, you know, well done, she got through it. Other parts being that actually made her set perfect. The fact that she was an introvert. Now, introverts can often worry, you know, that about people, how people are going to perceive them. You know, what they have in mind, what they're thinking about, how they're, how they're judging them. But this, again, has its positives. If you are an introvert who worries a little bit about how people perceive you, then that makes you hyper self-aware. And how can that be a bad thing in public speaking? Because as an introvert, you're going to examine your speech and look for ways to improve it in the future, more often than someone who is an extrovert. So therefore, you're probably more likely to implement that feedback whether it's self-feedback or whether it's external suggested improvements as an introvert, your diligence is more likely to ensure that you add that in. And one of the greatest skills of a successful public speaker is the ability to listen, a skill that many introverts possess in abundance because of the type of nature and person that you are. So if you think of the likes of Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, they definitely had the ability to listen, to listen to their audience, to listen to what people had to say, listen to their crowds, but that creates the greatest connections. It absolutely does. And now when I've spoken to people in the past and they've said, oh, I'm quite shy, I'm quite introverted, that means I can't be a public speaker. Maybe you're the type of person sat listening now or you know people in your lives who that applies to, that they're quite shy, maybe they're not you know, the most socially interactive person. They absolutely can present, pitch and speak publicly. Some of the best speakers are introverts. So absolutely everything needs to be flipped on its head. Look at what you see as the potential downsides as a speaker to being an introvert and flip them full 360 to see how how it can affect you positively. The ability to absorb your energy from within rather than needing the support and the, the love and the adulation from your audience. Absorb your energy from within. Prepare because it's going to make you more relatable. It's going to showcase that you are an authentic speaker. Introverts can absolutely be successful speakers, and I've already named quite a few people in there, like Winston Churchill, Barack Obama. Everyone has heard of them, and they're some of the most introverted in real-life speakers, yet when you stand on a stage, you wouldn't have a clue, and a big part of that comes down to their preparation and their practice. The fact that as an introvert, you're quite happy to be insular, quite happy to spend time on your own, means that you'll prepare better, you'll research better, you'll refine your speech, you'll practice your speech, because if nerves are the thing that holds you back, the only way to overcome them is to prepare and to practice. And the ability to deliver that heartfelt, deep personal speech because you focus on on service and because you focus on gaining insight from your audience, checking in with them, seeing if they're getting involved, absolutely feeding off their emotion is going to make you a better speaker. Not only that, but the more you practice, the more you prepare, 
the more we will see your own personality come out. So no one's asking you to change your personality as an introvert. If that's who you are, absolutely, it should be the case. If you're quite quiet, you're quite shy, but your delivery style on stage mirrors that, you will connect with many, many more people. And remember, the audience wants you to succeed. It's in your interests and in theirs. Your ability to listen, take on board feedback, to implement is categorically the thing that will drive you forward. So remember, Malcolm Gladwell says, speaking is not an act of extroversion. People think that it is. It has nothing to do with extroversion. It is a performance and many performers are hugely introverted. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Presenting Pitching and Public Speaking. I'll be with you soon.